Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us mileisports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Wednesday, Planet Open Box. Having an auction for Apple products, Samsung products, Beats headphones, small appliances, and more. The bidding is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, love telling you about Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar in Lakewood. Tonight, they have NFL Sunday ticket as well as Thursday night Amazon games. So any game you want to watch there, you can at Greenfield's Pool and Sports Bar. They also have two-for-one Bud Light drafts all day on NFL Sundays, plus free pool every weekday until 5 p.m., and their happy hour is the best on the planet. And I don't say that because it's hyperbole. It's because it's a fact. Every single day, three until seven and two-for-one on all wine, well, and drafts. The only thing that they can't supply you with is an Uber. You got to take care of that yourself. And if you're going to take advantage of that happy hour, I'd highly recommend you get an Uber. Greenfields, you can find them in Lakewood. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Johnson Garage Doors. Fast, on-time, professional, same-day services. That's Johnson Garage Doors. Go to johnsongaragedoors.com. Okay, uh, let's go out to the hotline. I'm going to bring in our friend Daniel Popper. He covers the L.A. Chargers. Uh, for The Athletic. Good morning, Daniel. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, there is a great saying that uh, I have followed for a very long time, being in the media for over 30 years. For Bruce here, it's over 40 years. If you are not pissing somebody off, you're not doing your job. Well, you are absolutely doing your job listening to your press conferences with Brandon Staley. What is going on there, my friend? Yeah, I think you're seeing uh, the frustration of missed expectations. Um, and I, I think you're right on it. I think sometimes uh, media consumers um, can sort of miss the point there. You know, it's not personal right? Um, when those kinds of things happen in press conferences. Like both people on both sides understand that it's just part of the job. Um, the way I view it, like I'm there to hold people accountable. Uh, it's a multi-billion dollar business and a lot of people, uh, fans, specifically invest a lot of their time and money into the team and they expect someone there holding people in power accountable for the decisions they make and, and 
for missed expectations and, and for their failures, and, and that's sort of my approach when I go into these press conferences. Nothing personal, um, and it's just part of the job, as you guys know. I look at what you do, and really it's kind of what I do too, and Bruce, that when uh, Brandon Staley sees you at a press conference, it's kind of like the show Seinfeld with Jerry and Newman. Every time Jerry sees Newman, he says, Newman. And every time Staley sees you, he goes, Pop. <laughs> That's what I think happens. That's what I think yeah, happens maybe. with you and Brandon Staley. Just a thought. Just a thought. All right, Daniel, how much of a distraction is there now swirling around Staley and his future or lack thereof? And is it a distraction at all for this football team? Uh, have they started to check out a little bit, even though there's still five games left in this season? No, I really don't think there's any distraction. I mean, despite all the disappointment of this season, like one thing I can tell you is I do not think Brandon Staley has lost the locker room. Mm. Um, he he really has two tenets of his sort of head coaching philosophy, right? Relationships and competition. And I, we can sit here and argue if he's created enough competition with the way this roster has been built and how he's gotten about coaching. But in terms of the relationship, like he has built very strong relationships with these players. Now, a lot of it is that, you know, he's brought a lot of these guys in. He's extended a lot of these guys when they've been here. I mean, you got Quill Mack, who he traded for and used to coach. Sebastian Joseph Day, who he signed and used to coach. You know, he signed Austin Johnson, another defensive lineman. He extended Durham James. He extended Justin Herbert. You know, you sort of go down the list. A lot of the guys that are there are guys that he brought in. Um, the guys that he does not have his fingerprints on, like he still has very close relationships with, like, Keenan Allen, for example, is about to have, like, a career season. Austin Eckler has had career seasons under Brandon Staley. And so there, there are relationships in there. I, I think one thing that's going to happen is these guys are going to continue to play hard until the end of the season and certainly until they're mathematically eliminated from the playoffs and, and what remains a wide open AFC. Like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think because of the relationships he's established, there won't be any distraction in that sense. And I really think the players are going to continue to play hard through the, through the end of the season. We were talking with Daniel Popper, covers the uh, Chargers for the Athletic. I'm not sure if you are aware of the running joke here in Denver about the Chargers. It might be a national thing, too. Chargers are going to charger. Whether it's a game, they're going to find a way to blow it, or they're going to have another injury. I understand injuries are a part of the game, and this team has just had a lot of bad luck when it comes to injuries. But as I look at Justin Herbert, his career is mirroring Matthew Stafford with the Detroit Lions, a tremendous talent, who just can't win. And to me, for as great as he is talent-wise, it is really breathtaking that this guy does not have a winning record as a quarterback. Is it as breathtaking for you? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to wrap your mind around. Um, you know, you mentioned Matthew Stafford. I, I don't think you even have to leave the franchise to find a similar career arc. I mean, Philip Rivers, like that is – sure what Philip's entire career was. Yeah, but um, they made the playoffs. Hell, Dan Fouts. Right. I mean, it, it's a weird thing with the Chargers, dating back many years. Yeah, it's but awesome. those teams at least yeah. went to an AFC championship uh, right, game. Right, right. And yeah. they made the playoffs at the very least every other year. Herbert's made the playoffs once. But they went to an AFC championship game in Rivers' first season as a starter in 2006 and never went back. You know, like they have this organization that hasn't been to an AFC championship game since that game in 2006 when Philip Rivers, you know, played on a torn ACL. So, you know, I, I think both examples are, um, you know, good comparisons for where this is sort of trending. But I think what you, where you have to start is 
quarterbacks need help. I don't care how talented you are, okay? And over Justin Herbert's career, the Chargers have had the 31st ranked combined defense and special teams EPA, according to, to True Media, which is just a way to just gauge, like, your overall efficiency of a unit and just be able to compare what kind of help the quarterback is getting across the league. So he's getting no help. I, I really, like, I had a tough time putting, you know, the losing record strictly on a quarterback. I don't think record is a quarterback stat. Like, there's so much else that goes in to winning and losing ballgames. So, like, to this point in his career, whether it was his first year under Anthony Lynn or the last three years under Brandon Staley, like, Justin Herbert has not gotten enough help from the defense and special teams. This year, it's specifically been the defense. So the Chargers have a top-five special teams unit. They've been a solid offense. Now there's some issues there, but they've been a solid offense, top-ten offense. And the defense has been miserable. Like, you know, you go to a couple of these games that they've lost, these close games. I mean, they were outstanding offensively against the Dolphins in week one. They lose that game. They're outstanding offensively uh, against the Lions in week 10, and they lose that game 41-38. to I mean, Justin Herbert led a game-tying touchdown drive to tie that game at 38-38. Defense can't get a stop. Lions uh, kick a field goal and never give the ball back to the Chargers. And so, like, quarterbacks need help. Like, I'm not saying that you, that you have to give him, you know, a top three defense every single year like Tom Brady had early in his career, but you need, like, a league average, decent defense to win ball games. I don't care how talented your quarterback is, and that's sort of where I start when explaining you know, that sort of record that you're talking about, Justin Herbert. There are some incongruities statistically that come up every now and then with teams that just befuddle. And I will give you one with the Chargers that, to me, I just can't figure out. You're 29th in total team defense. You're 31st against the pass. But you're third in the NFL on third down defense because, apparently, you get to the quarterback. Khalil Mack leads the National Football League in sacks. I think the team is third in sacks overall. How do you explain this kind of imbalance with a team that statistically is so bereft on defense? It's a great question. I've dug into this specifically. So, NFL statistics officially on third down do not include third down penalties uh-huh. in the total. Okay. And so you have a team here that's committed the most third-down penalties in the league. Hmm. When you incorporate third-down penalties into third-down statistics, the Chargers end up in the bottom half of the league in third-down defense. So, like, they've been a relatively good part of the defense when you compare it to all the other, uh, you know, facets of the group. But third-down defense has not been good. They've committed a ton of terrible penalties. I mean, you can go to that Green Bay game um, on the road. They committed a, a pass interference penalty on third and 20 that gave Green Bay a fresh set of downs and allowed them to go down and, and take the lead in that game. Green Bay ended up winning 23-20. So it's been an issue all season long, and so that's the exact answer for why the third down defense is good. And if, I, I honestly, after this season is over, I'm probably going to reach out to somebody at the league to figure out why the official statistics keep it this way when we have enough data now to factor in penalties and really get a, a, a truer look at you know what third down defense actually is. But that's your reason. Well done. I say this jokingly as much as anything else. Austin Eckler wanted a new contract, thinks he should be one of the highest paid running backs in the league. Is someone um, in the front office or is someone on the coaching staff uh, involved in collusion trying to keep the ball out of his hands running the ball? Because looking at how many times he carries the ball a game for as talented as he is, and I understand he's a great pass catcher, I just can't believe they're not using this guy more. Yeah, so 
week one he had a high ankle sprain and he missed four games and and they're saying that it's not a factor anymore I just don't believe it if you watch the tape like he just doesn't have the same explosion that he normally does like it's obviously still affecting him Um, the other part of this is they can't run it like their blocking is horrific and so you even go to um, this past week's game in in New England um, you know driving rain 40 degrees should be able to run the ball need to be able to run the ball in a game like that you know they average negative 0.63 yards before contact. So, like, on average, their running backs are getting hit in the backfield on every single play. And so, like, when that's the reality, when you can't block, when your offensive line is struggling, when your tight ends are struggling, when your wide receivers are all struggling to execute blocks in the running game, like, you're better off just putting the ball in Justin Herbert's hands, even in a game like that. So, like, when it's the weather's nice out, they're not even going to be leaning into the run game. Like, they can't figure it out. I think the biggest issue is the tight end blocking. That's what I've seen on film over the last two years. They've done nothing to really add anything to that group. But I think the offensive line is taking a pretty big step back. They lost center Corey Lindsley early in the season. He's been on the non-football illness list with a heart-related issue. And so the reason they're not running it is because the blocking is a mess and they've had so many negative plays and inability to really produce anything in that area that they're better off just throwing it and, and finding a way to get Austin Eckler involved in that way. All right, Daniel, what's the driving buzz for the Chargers this week? Well, you know what it is for the Broncos. It's 6-6. Six and six. They are at least in the picture uh, for the playoffs. Chargers coming in at 5-7. and seven. What's the driving force for them for this game? Yeah, I mean, like, they have to win out to make a playoff. Like, they already have seven losses. You look at it, and I think that's sort of the feeling in the locker room. Is like they're, they're trying to go on a run. A run, you know, has to start with a, a win here to – to really start a winning streak. You know, they ended their three-game winning streak, losing streak last week in, in New England with a win 6 nothing over the Patriots. So they feel like they have to win out, and so it's win every single week. That's All really right. the reality. Yeah, that's what it is. Daniel, thanks so much for your time, and um, that's that. I mean, just keep pissing off Staley, and, you know, we're your biggest fans. He's good He's good copy, yeah. Daniel. Yeah. He's very good copy. Nice, nice job, my man. Popper. Popper. Appreciate it, guys. See you, man. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate it. Coming up after the break, really interesting conversation I had with DJ Jones yesterday uh, talking about how they started the season and then their five-game winning streak. And was this really just a blip on the radar for this team? You know, losing to the Houston Texans. That's next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.